And welcome to another episode of the Free Thinkers Podcast, a show that believes in free speech, original thought, desire for truth. Hope everyone's having a great week. It's been a busy week, been a crazy week, but we've got uh, we got our good friend Dale Murphy here. Dale, how are you today, buddy? Man, I'm good, Rusty. Another great week. How's it going for you? Busy, busy. I know we tried Tuesday and then Wednesday. Today's Thursday. Obviously, you can see my background at the office. We're doing this in the morning just to try to get some content out there, so... We go back and forth, and I know we talked about a little, a little bit before that, so it's not like we're, we are empty. But I'm going to let you go ahead and throw your first story out. What you got? Yeah, I mean the one thing that's you know all the major news cycles, everything's uh, showing up right now. Of course, is uh, Trump and you know coming in on these charges, and you know I'm sure you saw the uh, the judge that's going to be in uh, in charge of this one is one that was appointed by President Obama um, and has been uh, really uh, tough on any of the January sixth um, people that she has come you know, uh, or that they have come in front of her. So, and it looks like even some of the um, sentences that she's handed out have been even more harsh than what the prosecution was even asked for. So, and I think she's ruled against Trump um, previously as well. So she has a little bit of history. Um, so I think this, you know, is going to be uh, a rough go there. You know, it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, they're doing everything they can to try to derail, um, you know, the plans for 2024 um, for that, you know, for the presidential run. So it's just going to be interesting to see how all that plays out, how quickly they can do things, because, I mean, this should be a, you know, a case where they've got to get a lot of witnesses. They've got to get a lot of information. So you wouldn't think that they would be able to have everything done prior to, um, you know, next year. But we'll see, we'll see how quickly they can do that. So what are you seeing out there in regards to that? Well, I mean, it's, it's interesting timing. Again, we talk about timing and these people are always doing something with timing because anytime any big bombshell comes out about Joe and Hunter Biden's bribery and business dealings, their foreign influence selling and just, you know, they've, they've both got paid, each have been paid $5 million each, but the same day that something like that comes out, the very next day, Trump gets an indictment. It's happened three times this year. And you've got Devin Archer that was going to testify or did testify earlier this week, talking about that Joe had joined Hunter's business calls for 20, 20 different times, selling influence and that kind of thing. So to me, I think the main story needs to be, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about Trump, but I just think that there's always a diversion tactic with these people because they do not want the truth to come out about the actual quid pro quo and uh, bribery and peddling influence and selling influence and profiting on your 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 position in, in the U.S. government, which Joe and, and Hunter did. I mean, Devin Archer had an interview with Tucker, and I watched a little bit of that. Um, at least the first 11 minute part. And I mean, 20 different times they did that. And Burisma was going to go under unless that prosecutor was fired. Joe Biden is on 
camera saying that he was withholding a billion dollars. That's a quid pro quo, this for that. That's what that means in Latin. And he said, you know, the famous SOB, he got fired. That was the guy that was looking into Burisma. The guy got fired. They stopped looking into Burisma, which Hunter was on the board of getting paid $80,000 a month or something ridiculous like that. That has no experience in that. So all that to say is there's a lot of smoke. Unfortunately, there will probably never be fire for two reasons. Number one, Republicans are incompetent. They're weak. They will not do anything. Um, and this kind of ties back to the whole Trump thing. And the second reason is what we talked about earlier on this podcast is that Ted Cruz pointed out that the Senate Democrats, no matter what evidence is put before them, they're not going to vote to convict as far as an impeachment. So, yeah. but to me, I think that there needs to be charges levied. And, and, and like we said last time, do your job. Who cares what the outcome is going to be? Do your job. The people elected you to do that. You're constituents want you to do that. This is a representative republic. Represent the people that you say you're going to represent and do your job. Back to the Trump deal. Um, the indictment from what I heard, I, did, I didn't read it because to me, and I legitimately mean this, this is the Free Thinkers podcast. And I, I, I mean, obviously we want, to, we want to think freely and we want to ask questions. But seeing what's going on, um, I think that there's a better than 50% chance that Trump is controlled opposition. And the reason I say that is you can't be as stupid as Trump is by saying the things that he's saying and tweeting the things he's tweeting and legitimately be pro-America. And the only reason I say that is here you you call Ron DeSantis and all these other people all crazy kind of names. And then when you get indicted, you want them to come uh, like flip and be on your side. It just, it doesn't mm -hmm. make sense. And I mean, if, if there's a coalition, like to me, what I said, the, that the very first indictment uh, or, or whenever it was down in Miami, when he, when the second, I guess it was the second indictment. I think the first one, I honestly think that, you know, the, the Alvin Bragg, the, ridiculous DA up in New York. I really think that that first one was, a, was kind of like a test seed to see if the people would rebel, to see what the people would do, to see how it would go. Um, then the second one, I think, was a little bit of another floater. And then once they saw that the people really weren't going to do anything, then I think they're just going to like continue doing this and just try to drain them. Republicans can put a bill in to stop funding of the special prosecutor and Trump, which I think they'll do, but you know what they did? They took a six week vacation. So they're not going to do that. They just wrote a sternly worded letter and, um, uh, tweet. So the whole, the whole, the whole thing is bizarre to me with, with Trump. Um, I just, I don't, I don't get it. Like I, and to me, I'm not going to be distracted to learn all the ins and outs and the nuances of that. The, yeah. um, we, like I said, we've got bigger fish to fry. We got better things to focus on, but the stuff that he's out there tweeting, like since he got indicted, there's like been 20 of his little truths or whatever he calls like attacking DeSantis. And then his, his people get upset that DeSantis isn't coming to his aid. And it's like, how stupid can you be and still breathe legitimately and, and do that? Um, it seems like every day it's just like more unhinged and derailed. And here's the thing. 
if you wanted to splinter and fracture the conservatives, I'm not going to say the Republican Party, but conservatives, what better way to do it than through a vehicle and a vessel like Donald Trump? And again, I voted for him twice. I've donated money to his campaign back in the day. And he never would come out on the offensive as far as the mean tweets and all this other stuff. He was always defending himself or responding and reacting to someone else's accusation or tweet or something of that sort. Once DeSantis got in the race, it, I think it just, it, it killed him. Like it just, it just destroyed him and he can't, he can't keep out of that. So to me, if this is a legitimate thing where Trump is just being politically persecuted and all this other stuff, then, you know, obviously I think it's wrong. I think the, the Department of Justice is going way past whatever that their power is. This is the Biden Department of Justice. They're, they're prosecuting, let's just say on this one hand, their political opponent, the person who is, quote, leading in the polls. I know these polls are all like 300. Their sample size is 300 people. They wouldn't even qualify to a, a real legitimate poll, but that's what they're all yeah. saying. And so if that's the case, that is election interference. Again, I always recommend listening to Ted Cruz's podcast, Verdict with Ted Cruz, because he lays a lot of this stuff out. But, you know, on the other hand, um, this judge and the whole deal with January 6th, January 6th was obviously a Fed instigated event. I mean, you have more than 20 people that are Feds there. You've got this guy, Ray Epps, who's on camera saying, let's go into the Capitol, let's do this, that, and the other. Nancy Pelosi denied extra Capitol Police um, like presence. I think Trump asked for that before more Capitol Police. She denied that. Then you have uh, the video that was released with the Capitol Police letting people in and like showing them around and everything like that, like the shaman guy. He was let in and, and showed around. So this whole thing of like this insurrection, to me, in my opinion, I think this was a government uh, fed orchestrated coup that they ginned everything up. And it's, I mean, I, I don't get it, man, because these people put on this show as far as the, 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 the trial and everything like that, your camera's bouncing back and forth. But anyway, yeah. they, they, they put on this trial that's just that's it's it's a sham trial and now they're they're laying it out because they didn't want anybody to challenge the results of of the election they didn't want to and the inconsistencies in the fraud and all that other stuff now they're really pushing it to to the point and i don't know i i just think it's i think it's 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 a joke it's a disaster i mean people are let out for burning or not even prosecuted for killing people and burning cities up but grand, grand, grandmothers that walk through the Capitol holding a flag have to serve, you know, years in prison. So I think it's just it's I think I think that's the real story of the corruption as far as how they charge these people, because there was very little violence and the violence that was there. Um, it it stemmed from the. The the, the feds and the and the. Capitol Police. That the only person that was was shot was Ashley Babbitt. She was shot by uh, that that bird guy, who, I mean, he he murdered her. So, I don't know. Let me know what you think about that. 
Yeah, I mean, it is, you know, it, it all is a big timing thing. It, there's there's definitely a lot of things going on in the background that that we don't know about. Um, and, you know, it's 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 always, you know, a, hey, look over here. Don't look at this. Look, look at what's going on over here so that we can, you know, work on this stuff over here so that this doesn't become such a big story. So. So, yeah, I definitely agree that, you know, there's there's definitely a tactic because all this stuff you know, could have come out, there could have been, if they were going to, um, you know, to make these charges and everything, all this stuff could have come out, you know, almost a year ago. And, you know, so we could have, everything could have already been taken care of, but, you know, they're trying to interrupt, you know, everything, um, you know, during this whole election cycle. And, uh, and like you said, probably trying to, to take away some of the focus from what's going on, uh, on the Biden story as well. So, um, yeah, yeah, definitely, uh, Definitely agree with what what you got going on there. So, so what's what do you got next? Man, I don't know what's going on with this little this camera. We we're using Skype and this thing's bouncing all over the place. So we're just gonna, it's fine. They they can just have the, exactly. the close up they, of they me. It'll be see. fine. <laughs> it's going to probably bounce right back. So whatever, man. What whatever. Yeah. No, I, I mean I think this week, one of the one of the stories I was gonna gonna talk about and 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 play was this whole farce of electric vehicles but i mean I've, I've got a couple stories queued up what we'll do is we'll get to that next week because i've got some stories i left them at the house but um but i think we were talking about earlier we just saw the news come across that desantis and gavin newsom are going to debate which i think is going to be very interesting and like i said to you earlier i think it's a i would be very 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 nervous if i was DeSantis, and the only reason I say that is because Gavin Newsom is a well-trained and um, just a really, really slick liar. I mean, here here's a guy that just does reprehensible things. His state is absolutely in horrible condition, and people are leaving it in droves. Homelessness is up. Just crime is up, and they've got gun laws and all this other stuff. But this guy's slick. I mean, here's the thing. is like, look at Obama. I mean, he has zero substance, but he could communicate and he was a you know community organizer and all this other stuff. And so to me, I, I know if you have the truth, people aren't interested in facts. People aren't interested in the truth. They're interested in propaganda. They're interested in talking points. They're interested in social or virtue signaling and what makes them feel good. There was a there was a clip from Turning Point USA earlier today that I that I heard. I, I didn't have time to put it in the in, in the program, but it was a lot of people, it was a man on the street interview and they asked all these kids at this university, I can't remember what university it was, but what the purpose of the Declaration of Independence was. And a lot of them said for slavery. Of course, everyone goes back to slavery. They think everything was about slavery and they right. think the Civil War was fought about slavery, which it wasn't. That was at the very end. Um, that's what Lincoln was able to use to kind of gin things up. But there were slaves in the North, too. People don't realize that. That's history that's not even discussed or, or talked about. Yeah, there were slaves that fought for the Union, but there were also slaves that fought for the Confederacy. So it's interesting because it's like, and then they're like, well, that was for us to break away from Thomas Jefferson. That was us to break away from France or Spain. or It was the most bizarre thing you've ever seen. So here's the thing, like if you're DeSantis and you're actually like going at things with facts, all Gavin Newsom has to say is that's not true. Even though it is true, all he has to mm -hmm. say is that's not true. They'll believe it. And then what is DeSantis going to do? Like they're going to actually look that up and fact check it. They're not. Right. And even these fact checkers are paid, bought and paid for. We looked that up a long time ago. 
on this show, as far as for COVID and all this other stuff, they were fact checking things. And you're talking about dancing on, on tulips here with, with the commas in the wrong place. And that, I mean, it's just, these guys are really, really, really bad. So to me, I mean, look at the white house press briefings. That lady is literally paid up there to lie. She's, she yeah. is her and Kamala are in a photo finish for the dumbest person on earth, I think. But <laughs> But you've got like literally she stand up there and lie and then leave. Yeah. And then the news will report on it as fact. And there it goes. So to me, I mean, you're not having a debate based on substance and based on what's going on, because DeSantis can say, yeah, you've got homelessness up this, that and the other and Gavin Newsom. So that's not that's not right, too. So, you know, they're they're fudging facts like crazy. For instance, the Biden administration sh- says that they've created more jo- jobs than, than Trump did. Well, they can probably legally say that, not legally, but statistically say that, because if you drop out of the workforce, you're no longer counted as unemployed. But what happened when when Biden was installed into office is all these companies had to shut down. Now you've got a lot of people returning back to work because of that. So they're using that statistical data to say we Hmm. created more jobs in a percentile or percentage wise than Trump did. Yeah. It's, it, you can you can manipulate and you can skew data, but and to yeah. me, I I just think that when I saw that come across last night on my phone, I'm like, this is probably not. I mean, DeSantis just plowed through, you know, whatever Newsom did, and, and he you can you can debate him on the actual true facts. How many people are actually going to do that? How many actually people are going to really go there and say that? Because here's the thing: is you've got Newsom plus all the media outlets plus all the social networks colluding with that and then you have DeSantis saying something and all they have to all the news people have to say is DeSantis is lying all they have to do is say Newsom's lie is true and now we've re- reversed everything gaslight the public and they're going to go with it that's what they've always done that's what they will yeah. do that's yeah. what I think about it what do you think well I just I think it's interesting just the the dynamic of of them to um you know, debating, you know, it, where it just calls into question, you know, what's, what's the play for Newsom? Is he, is he trying to get, um, you know, into to show the Democrats and he wants to get the nomination, you know, or is he just, is he backing Joe and he's just coming in because he wants to, you know, try to undermine DeSantis and his campaign. And even though, Right now, you know, in all the polls, whatever you want to look at and believe, you know, he's well behind, um, you know, Trump in on the Republican side. But, um, you know, what do you think there? I mean, is it something where 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 you think that Newsom is actually trying to come in and show that he's ready and that later on they're going to basically retire Joe and try to put Newsom into the position for the for the Democratic nomination? Um, or do you think it's just, you know, just a game right now that they're just trying to um, basically put the, the death nail in the coffin for DeSantis campaign for president? I think there's a little bit of both, to be honest with you. And I've here. Here's the thing is Kamala <laughs> is just. She's so bad on both sides, like. You 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 brought up in a story <clears throat> on our earlier podcast that she had the worst rating of any vice president in history. Well, they yeah. ask her about that, and she's like, "Well, we also have polls that show that they're they're that my rating is up." All right, again, she doesn't have any references, 
but the news people don't ask the follow-up question like what poll is that or anything of that sort so again these people can just say something and the news will take it move to the next question and people think oh well there's another poll that's up not true whatsoever not not even happening but newsom is somebody that i think is groomed for the position when you like again when you can have someone that's that slick that's a communicator like that to me he's like honestly the the white version of obama so he's got 50 percent i mean obama's half and half but anyways this guy's like that he's because he's he's just a flat-out liar but he's good at it and he convinced people and i think he's a good communicator people anymore they don't really go based on it's a personality contest right i mean mm-hmm. here's here's the thing it's it's how you feel it's how they make you feel it's how you communicate so Gavin Newsom can stand up there and say the stupidest things on earth, but say it in a very eloquent and persuasive style, kind of like, you know, going to the public speaking forum of, of Dale Carnegie or something like that. If you know how to speak, if you know how to communicate, like, I mean, to me, DeSantis is not, he's not slick in the sense of can stand up there and just emotionally connect with the audience. Gavin Newsom can yeah. because he goes back to story and that kind of thing. His substance is horrible. As a person, he's horrible. He's just a not, a, he's an evil person. He really is. I mean, the stuff that he's done is very, very, very evil. Um, as far as just, you know, what he's doing with abortion, what he's doing with, you know, forcing kids to get shots, what he's doing. I mean, it's just really, it's from the pit of hell. He smells like sulfur, but sometimes that's an enticement. I mean, look what, you know, the, what does the, the Bible say about the enemy? He's deceiving, he's a liar, but he's conniving. You know, and he, mm-hmm. and he has a, a form of beauty. Right. Um, and so, I mean, Newsom's a good-looking fellow, slick slick hair, fit, this, that, and the other, can speak well. But um, I, I, I mean, to me, I think that's who the Democrats have on deck. I don't think that they really, I think DeSantis maybe uh, sees where the puck is going, like Rush Limbaugh says. He goes, I didn't ever, or Gretzky would say, but Rush Limbaugh would always quote him, that I didn't skate to where the puck was, I skated to where the puck was going. And I think that DeSantis yeah. sees where the puck is going because he's always said before, I'll get in a California versus Florida debate, I'll take on Newsom and that kind of thing. The guy's not even in the race. So I think he sees where the puck is going, um, in, in my opinion on that, because it looks more and more, from from what people said, if, if Trump got the nomination, they'd just let Biden campaign from the basement and go from there because he could probably beat Trump because Trump's unfavorables are so high. Now that they see maybe Trump's not going to be even able to be in the race, they've got to put someone in to fight DeSantis, which would be Gavin Newsom. So to me, I think that that's almost kind of what they're doing. I think that's the direction they're going because Kamala, there's no, no nowhere on earth that that could be realistic for even Democrats. I think that even Democrats are like, seriously, seriously. I mean, yeah. She's a fake person of color. I mean, she's not, she, there's no black in her, but she's claiming to be black. Her parents are Indian and Jamaican. I mean, not even close, but she's claiming to be that. She goes and speaks jive, a little, not jive, but, uh, you know, abonics and that kind of thing or whatever when she gets, you know, within a black crowd and like Hillary did. But um, yeah, there's no way you can, you can take Kamala serious as, as president, just, just beyond seriousness at that point so yeah i mean i think that that's that's the only person they have on deck everybody else is is i can't can't think of another democrat that would be realistic i mean they're all either old or or just 
completely incompetent and dumb. To me, to me I think Newsom's slick. He's almost like the Justin Trudeau type. Mm-hmm. And um and go from there. Yeah. Yeah, it'll it'll be interesting to see. Um, you know, I I did see a poll yesterday that was talking about um, you know, the number of Democrats who they wanted to run and how, you know, Biden's numbers keep falling. Um, you know, everyone it, it, like the only group that he had a really favorable rating on for him to keep running was people that were over 50 years old. Um, everybody else that was under that age demographic, you know, wanted somebody else in the position, you know, for the nomination. So, you know, maybe it's something where the the Democrats can k- kind of see, you know, the writing on the wall and the fact that, you know, there's no way in the world that Biden could could get out there and uh, and actually, um, you know, hold a real debate with uh, with Trump or DeSantis. You know, so maybe they're they're trying to use Newsom as uh, as their pawn there in the meantime to, uh, you know, to like you um, just continue getting things on down the road. So we'll see from there. So um, what do you got next? I got one more story that I thought was pretty interesting. It kind of goes par for the course here. But there's an article I saw. Uh, Biden administration ordered Facebook to change algorithms to suppress conservatives said in a new memo released by Facebook, the social media giant was pressured by the Biden White House into altering its algorithms so that mainstream news sources would be elevated over conservative sites. Now, again, this whole, you know, this whole Biden deal is not letting reality control itself using the power that you have, the political will that you have to shut your opponents down. You're using the Department of Justice to shut Trump down. You're using social media to, to, um, you know, to shut down your dissenting opinions on, on anything. And so to me, I think it's crazy that they're doing this, but it says if you were to change the algorithm so that people were more likely to see the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, any authoritative news source over Daily Wire, Tommy Lauren, polarizing people, you wouldn't have a mechanism to check the material impact. So that's what they had. They, I mean, this is what they're doing. And um, here's the internal documents that were released by the Judiciary Committee that uh, proved that the Facebook and Instagram censored posts and changed their content moderation. Now, there's a lot of people that, um, you know, were, were kind of complaining on this and saying, you know, they're getting suppressed and, you know, their, what do you call it? Their, uh, you know, influence and impact was going down. And now we know why. Yeah. Now we actually know why. So, again, that's, that violates the whole amendment of free speech. And, and to me, I was doing, and, and I always like to test AI and a couple of things, because this is where it's going. There was actually an app that I saw that was, that was advertised I think on one of the social media sites and it said, replace Siri with chat GBT in your phone. The problem with that is, and I've said this before, this is the problem with AI is it's propaganda. If you type something in, it's propaganda. And I was doing some research. Um, one of the things it does is it can give you, you know, articles and news sources and kind of like you paste an article in there and say, summarize it. Um, but we were talking, I mean, I was, I was kind of chatting about the, um, the cobalt mines and how the fact is, is electric cars are not any 
more carbon. I don't care about carbon emissions. Let me just put it this way. I don't care about that. But anyway, everybody's kind of pointing to that. So I'm always pointing out that the carbon emissions are more to make an electric car than a minivan after 14 years of making it and driving it. So I was looking at that and then it was started, you know, saying all this other stuff about, you know, being good for the planet. So it was kind of pushing back on that. And then it said, I just typed in as a joke, uh, climate change is a hoax. What comes back with climate change is not a hoax. There's a consensus of science. There's all this other stuff that, that say based on data that car, uh, climate change is real. Well, the problem with that is, is a consensus of science is never right. Hardly ever right, I should say. Not never right, but hardly ever right. Because there's a consensus mm -hmm. on science about COVID and the vaccine and all that other stuff, which we know was wrong. So a lot of this stuff is just, to me, I think the whole point of this is for a single source answer. They want to, you to speak into something and it's going to get what they call reputable and reliable uh, sources like the New York Times, like the WEF, like the um, uh, World Health Organization, all these other things, which those, those are privately, a lot of those are privately funded by business entities that can profit based upon the orders and the rulings of this. So it ties back into this article of the White House suppressing alternative sources that can push back and literally challenge the propaganda because that's what it is. It's propaganda that, that they're yeah. pushing. Yeah. And so to me, I think it's just, it's uh, it, it shows and proves that these people like, like what, like I've, I've quoted Steve day saying, he said that the United States is not a nation of law. It's a country of political will, which this is true. Because here's the thing, that's against the law that violates the Constitution, that violates the freedom of the press, the First Amendment, all that. But is anybody doing anything to, about that? No. Nobody's doing anything about it. Is anybody going to do anything about it? No. People are just going to tweet about it. People are just going to have like a, a, a they, they may use all caps. Be careful with that because that really <laughs> um, bothers somebody. But yeah, th this is what they do. So no one, I'm telling you, the Washington generals, that's what the Republicans are. They're the, they're the team that just... Act, are, they're out there on the court just to have an opponent. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing how with with everything, how everything was a conspiracy theory and how all those conspiracy theories are proving to be true, um, you know, as we move forward. And whether it was in regards to COVID or the vaccine or, you know, uh, be, people being suppressed on social media, what, whatever it is. And it was like everybody was was called out for being a conspiracy theorist and, oh, they're just a right wing nut job. And, you know, they're they just don't want to play well with others. And now all this stuff is coming out to show that it, this all was actually very true and that the, our own government and our own you know, president and his staff was was helping to suppress this stuff. And and like you said, I mean, people may seem upset, but there's absolutely nothing being done. And it's uh, no big deal, you know. Whereas if the shoe was on the other foot and this had been the Trump administration doing that and, you know, suppressing um, left wing information, I mean, dude, it would be the end of the world. I mean, they would burn the world down. So, you know, yeah, I mean, there's we, we can talk about it, but unfortunately, it doesn't seem like there's going to be a whole lot that's going to be done because people are just, uh, you know, 
just say, Hey, this is the way it is. And we just have to learn to live with it and move on. So, uh, you know, sad state of affairs that we got going on right now, stuff that's this newsworthy come out and, you know, we just kind of basically shrug our shoulders and say, Oh, well, yep, that's what we figured and, and move on with life. Yeah. I mean, I, again, I think that that's where we put so much stock and stake into politicians doing the right thing but again they're they're most all up there for themselves when you think about it i mean they, they they're sitting pretty and i think it was i i would highly encourage everyone to watch that interview with uh with tucker carlson and, and devin archer because it it just lays out that washington like even even tucker said there's no business in washington like as far as like business is, it's just selling influence. Everyone's selling influence. And everybody that is in Washington has back political backers and financial backers that they'll back that campaign. I want to say if you're running for the Senate, you need between 10 and $14 million to, to, to have that campaign effectively work. Wow. Okay. The people that donate that, the big, the, the, the whales, let's call them, they want something in return. And they're not just giving their their money for the good or for the hope that some, no they want something in return. And the the majority of the people are big businesses that want either regulations, laws, influence, something of that sort. And it was it was kind of eye opening when it when it came to that, and and Tucker's interview, uh, be, because that's what that's what's for sale in Washington, and. It's not, I mean, it's not just Democrats, it's Republicans. They're all for sale. Both sides, yeah. All of them are for sale. And we just, I think we're getting to the point where there's, I think it's so big and, and, and this whole story is so corrupt. That, and there's so many people that have blood on their hands, so to say, so to speak, that it's a, that the club is not for the, for the normal people and the thing is, is it's, it's a show. They put enough stuff out here to distract why they go and do their, their own thing. And it's, I mean, it's like Ukraine. That's the biggest money laundering scheme I've ever seen in my life. And you've got six, what is it? Billion dollars. They couldn't account for in the, in the CBO congressional budget office and, mm -hmm. and all this other stuff. Where did that go? No one's ever asking questions where that went. Then you have FTX, you know, the crypto thing. They decided not to charge that guy. Sam right. Bankman Freed. Right. He lost two hundred billion dollars of people's money, and they decided not to charge him. Yeah. To me, what that says is money went over, went back into some crypto, went back to that's untraceable, went back to politicians. They got it out. They did something with it. They got their their hands free and clear of it. Then they shut FTX down. There goes the evidence. Now all these people are there. They're still up there doing putting their show on. Mm -hmm. Um, and again, controlled opposition. That's why I, I come back to this whole thing. I don't know if Trump is controlled opposition or not. There's a lot of people that say he is. And the reason I question it is because of his decision-making. I mean, there's council of foreign relations, CF, uh, CFR members, like he put them crazy on his staff, you know, Bilderberg group, um, all these other people that globalists, like he, if he was going to drain the swamp, he did a really, really, really bad job because he like put the plug in and like put 
boards over the plug so nothing could actually drain. He filled it up even worse. And now everybody, I mean, it's just, it's, it's bizarre that the, I always say the cult of Trump, because if you're, again, if you're legitimately judging a person by their actions, or if you're just so cognitive dissonance, like into that. And again, I'm, I, I used to think Ron Paul was a kook. Now I think he's probably one of the greatest patriots that's ever lived in our, in our generation. Um, I read his books. He's, he's more constitutionally minded and sound. I was wrapped up into the Bush globalist Republican thing. I was wrong. But when I learned about that and I learned, you know, the difference between um, free trade and, and uh, with all nations and entangling alliances with none, which is what Thomas Jefferson said. OK, well, that makes sense. But now we're into NATO. That's an entangling alliance. We're in we're in all these other we have a bases in 100 and we have over 200 bases, army bases around the world. That's what I always said to you. You put you, you let Afghanistan come put a military base in Lake Wales. What mm-hmm. do you think is going to happen there? Yeah, not good. But we're yeah. doing it over there because we're the people of freedom. And I mean, I know your brother served in the Middle East and all that other stuff. And, yeah. and um, you know, thank God for the people that do that. But it sucks the people up top. Because, I mean, you can't trust them anymore. I mean, you're leaving all this stuff behind in Afghanistan and all this other stuff. And again, back to campaigns and all that other stuff, back to campaigns and financing. How many people in big industrial defense contractors are supporting these people that are in the Senate, that are in the House, because they want to leave the stuff back behind in Afghanistan. Why? Because we need to replenish it now. So we're going to leave trillions of dollars of stuff back there. We need to replenish it. Yeah, send everything to Ukraine. Why? We need to replenish it. We need to make it. If I, Hey, I would do that all day, man. I yeah. would do that all day if I was a defense contractor or something like that. But again, you know, people just read between the lines, read the tea leaves on this stuff because it's, it's just corruption to the, to the utmost. So that's why I always say, don't believe anything the government says. Whatever they say, do the exact opposite, and you'll be fine. Your life will be much better. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's, uh, I think we'll hold it maybe for the next podcast, but there's, um, you know, I want to go over some things, uh, you know, that I've seen in regards to the amount of money that some of these uh, representatives of the people are making um, in stocks and different trades that they're doing. Um, and, and a lot of it is in um, a lot of the committees that they're in charge of, that they're sitting on. And so, I mean, it's insider trading that they've got all the information, they're making all the decisions, and then they're making millions of dollars on some of this stuff. So I won't get into all that right now because we could do a whole other podcast on that. But, um, but that's legal, right? That's, that's, that's right now it's legal, legally. but they're actually Josh Hawley and then another um, another representative has actually put in a bill to make it illegal for um, you know for people that are serving to not be able to trade because there's a guy I, I, I read it yesterday. There's a guy that's actually shorting the U.S. economy right now. He's basically betting that the U.S. economy is about to tank, and he's a U.S. representative. Like, and so he's got to know information, like he's got to know stuff that's coming, stuff that's going to be going on. And, mm-hmm. 
like so he's betting like in the like um nancy pelosi or um you know uh feinstein all these people they 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 and people on the, the on the republican side as well they've made millions of dollars they've shown how much their net worth has gone up and not only money that they're taking in from some of these corporations and things like that you know um but also with the amount of money they've made just in stock trades and these people yeah. aren't stock geniuses they just know what's going to happen. They've got inside information, and then they're also mm-hmm. helping to make the decisions on because they're they're putting money into some of these companies that they're giving these government contracts to, and so they know that the government contract's about to go to this company. So they're dumping hundreds of thousands, if not a million dollars, into this company, and then in a few weeks or a month or two, stock just goes through the roof, you know, and yeah. no, everybody's just like, oh, okay. So anyways, again, we'll get into that in, in another, another podcast episode, but, uh, but yeah, don't get me started on that one. So yeah, I think, I think, I think I saw the, in, or sometime last year, the Pelosi's bought several million dollars worth of stock in, um, semiconductors or some kind, something, something like that two weeks before they voted on that bill and the U S yep. funded these big companies and they just, they hit a windfall, but they tried to, they tried to say they didn't do it. And again, no, we didn't do that. We didn't know anything about it. Okay. The press never, like, ask a follow up question ever. They yeah. just took it as okay. That's that's good. Let's move on to the next one. So it's yeah, yeah it's that'd be interesting to see because there's there's so much corruption, and there needs to be term limits on 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 these guys. Absolutely. And again, it needs to. They almost like back in the day, they they got a per diem in a sense to travel to and from Washington D.C. to do their business. It was a sacrifice to serve back in back in the day they and maybe they got like a small stipend or something of that sort but yeah i think I, if if you serve in the in the congress or the senate your your income and your tax records need to be wide open to every single member of the public there's Absolutely. no reason that they shouldn't be because there's so much of this stuff going on and it's just i mean it's it's almost like uh you know paying for recruiting before it was legal in college football right I mean, it's like okay well i'm gonna this guy just got, you know, the, the biggest job of his life and he does, he has, he can't even read or write or something of that sort, you know, um, yeah. like his dad or something, you know, it's just, it's, it's insane, but <clears throat> yeah, it's, yeah, we live in a crazy world and, and, um, again, that's why we say it's, you can't let your emotions, you can't let your happiness, you can't let any of that stuff be dependent upon what people do or don't do because they're not going to do it. You know, if yeah. it's going to be, it's up to me. That's the motto you got to have to live by. And, um, you know, you got to do everything like it's up to you and pray like everything's up to God and, and, you know, trust that it'll happen. There's, there's, there's obviously there's a lot of goodness in the world, but it's obviously there's a lot of evil in the world too. And, um, to think that people, you know, going back to, going back to the Bible, the Bible does not say where your heart is there, your treasure is also right. It says where your treasure is, right. there your heart is also. Yeah. The heart is directed like the rudder of a ship, and it's going to direct you where your finances go. And so that's really what's going on. The money that's being put into these politicians and everything like that is going to drive their decision because the Bible tells us that where your money is, where your finances is, there your heart is also. It doesn't say it the opposite way. So many people get that wrong. But, um, but yeah, I just, I mean... It's, it's about taking care of you, your family, understanding what's going on. If people are shorting the economy, there's something to do about it. There's CBDC, central bank digital currency that's coming out. Do not even remotely, even if they entice you with $10,000 in CBDC, say hell no to that. Cause that's just, 
that's horrible, man. I mean, the, the people in China, they're already living it out. I mean, you, if you speed, they put everything up there. It goes on your your social credit score. And I mean, it's it's robotic speed traps that goes in your social credit score. And then you 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 can't buy anything. And, you know, some of these stores now they're they're making you scan your face before you go in or have like a little app scan. Mm -hmm. Uh uh. Uh uh. We're staying with cash and I'll do my own thing before I'll do that stuff. I would I mean, if I wouldn't wear a mask, you think I'm putting CBDC on my phone? Right. No, sir. No, yeah. sir. No, sir. And they're trying to make that come back too. They're trying to make masks come back too. So yeah, good luck. Good luck. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. So anyway. All right, man. Well, that's the diatribe for today. So yeah, we're I'm gonna cover um Next week, I'm gonna. I think we're gonna look into the these cobalt mines because I I did a lot of research into that. Hold on. Okay. Excuse, excuse me. And um, and you bring up the money. Yeah. Uh, the finances yeah, we'll and all that other stuff, and we'll just sounds good. That that'd be a good thing to go because I think there's a lot of money that's correlated and connected with those two things too. Yeah, probably um, so. You know, between this whole green uh, New Deal and and the money they're taking, so that should be interesting because there's a lot of companies they're investing in that are making a lot of money off of this. Uh, sham so yeah. anyway all right well we'll catch up next week and do that so until next time i uh thank everybody for watching and we always encourage you to subscribe apple podcast google podcast anywhere podcasts are and then go to freethinkerspodcast.com sign up for our email newsletter and we'll send it to you when we come out so until next time have a great week love you i'll see you